If I can um, uh, just draw your attention to a couple other things before we jump into what is going to be a very challenging text. Um, there's a uh, there's a opportunity for you to serve next week Saturday here at the church. We're going to do a fall cleanup day. And so uh, we're going to get the building and some facility around here ready for winter. But then also there's the needs of some single moms and some widows in this church. We're going to go rake some yards and clean some gutters. And so if you have an hour or three, four hours to give next Saturday, I invite you to be here about 9 o'clock next Saturday. Um, on Sunday, November 9th is a baptism Sunday here. And if you've never been baptized and you really feel God laying that on your heart and in obedience to respond to what Jesus called us to do, um, see me when you get a chance or call the office. There's a couple of people signed up for that already. And then coming up on Saturday, November 8th, um, Ed Raber is going to be leading a financial training class. And in the midst of what's going on in our economy, there should be lots of people signing up for this class. This is a really good training program. I've taught it many, many times over at Trinity Church. We taught it once here this last spring, and now Ed's taking it on and teaching it this fall, and there's a couple people signed up. It's a basic budgeting class, and it'll take about uh, probably about five hours, maybe six hours of your time, and that's coming up on Saturday, the 8th of November. One more, John. Okay. See, if you're new here, this is how relaxed we are. Culver's Restaurant is giving New Hope a benefit night. Okay. Oh, that's tomorrow night. Okay. You called them, didn't you, Vicki? Okay. Tomorrow night is New Hope night at Culver's, and they're going to be giving 10% of their sales back to the work of New Hope Church. So if between 4 and 10 p.m. you're free and you haven't cooked supper yet and you want to go eat a nice burger, um, go over to Culver's. They do make good food. What's that? Oh, it includes gift cards if you purchase gift cards and cakes also. Okay. And then there's another date on November 17th is New Hope Night at Culver's. So, cool. All right. This week, I sent a letter out to those who are part of our mailing list, part of our database. Um, a couple hundred letters went out. Maybe you didn't receive that letter. If your name's not on it, you can fill out that welcome card to get on that database. But I sent out a letter with a couple of verses on there and a reminder for you of what we're starting today. This is about a four- or five-week series called The Conflict. And it is very difficult subject manager matter. And the reason I sent it out to you in advance, for those of you who are praying believers, that you would be praying in advance for what God wants to do through this. But also because I recognize this. There's a very large percentage, especially in the church, but in all of America, of people who don't really believe in the reality of Satan and that he is a real force to be reckoned with. God laid this on my heart way back in the spring to begin teaching this series. And so over the last few weeks, I've been really been able to get intense about studying it. And here's the biggest reason why. I believe firmly in my soul, and I know many mature believers believe this as well. We severely underestimate the damage that was done as the result of the fall of Satan and then ultimately the fall of man and how far we are separated from God except for the redemption of Jesus Christ. So with that in mind, I want to share a couple of statistics with you. The first one is, Six out of ten Americans, 59%, reject the existence of Satan 
indicating that the devil or Satan is merely a symbol of evil. That's from a survey that was done by George Barna just three years ago. Now, contrast that statistic with this one. 54% contend that a human being can be under the control or influence of spiritual forces such as demons. Those two statistics don't jive, do they? They don't balance. If 59% reject the existence of Satan, but 54% believe that you can be indwelt by a demonic power, what I've come to the realization is probably what you've come to the realization is that people really don't know what to believe, and they're confused. And I lay the blame for that at the foot of the church. In the last few years, in my lifetime, I have seen the church of Jesus Christ fail to teach the truth of the word when it comes to these kind of issues. And gently walking away into the theology that God 